Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Cinema Swap, the podcast where we take a look at older movies and think if this was made today, who would be cast as the main characters? I'm your host, Chris, here with my two very good friends and co hosts. Nothing clever from me this week because I didn't think of anything. Sam. Hey, hey. <laughs> What that was a very bad. What the fuck was that? Oh, you're still alone? <laughs> Oi, how you? I guess so. And uh, Forrester. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. Also, listen. You just muffled and. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, listeners, I know because this is an audio medium that you don't normally get to like really see us, but I do want you to know that Chris is wearing, I think, a dead deputy's jacket. Uh, I am wearing an old tarp. And Sam, for some reason, dressed up as Apollo's Uncle Sam costume from, I think, Rocky Four. Sam was confused about what Stallone movie we were talking about today. Yeah, so. which arguably I think he made out of this better than me and Chris. But I, I'm actually There's trying so to... many. <laughs> there are so many. I'm it's a, what escape escape Two. what's the one he did with Schwarzenegger They're trying to break out of a prison. Oh, uh, I actually don't know. I've never even heard of that one. They did. Oh, one. There's, There's two like... of them. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, I was thinking of Cobra, but okay. Cobra, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Rock. No, I don't know. No, it's not The Rock, yeah. but we'll get there. <laughs> Rocky. Um, man, this movie. No, first, I know. First Blood. What a great film, honestly. But here's something I think about it. When I, like, it, when I think about this movie, I don't really consider it an action movie. Like, there are gunfights. There are explosions. Like, it is like I think there's enough v, like special effects to make it an action movie, but it's not like a you know yeehaw let's go shoot them up action movie. Like it's it's a okay. movie that has action in it, I, but like you don't feel good about any of it. I have a good way to explain that, Chris. It is not scripted to be an action movie, but it is shot as an action movie. So yeah. every time they're like, oh, and then he gets chased on a car like chased by a car, they immediately have them in dirt bikes doing wheelies and like the cars are just, I wanted to mention that up top. Man, the driving in this movie is not like, it's not amazing stunts, but it's a really solid example of just fun movie driving where everything's sliding. Every like little bump is a jump. Oh, I was enjoying it. So I was like, this is sort of an action movie, but you're right, Chris. It's not meant to be that way. It's just, they didn't exactly know what they wanted to shoot and some guy was like hey i can do wheelies on this dirt bike and they're like yeah when when people think of rambo they think first blood part two they think rambo three yeah. they think all the super goofy <laughs> self-aware sequels from like the early late 2000s but first blood is a movie about a you know a, a homeless veteran suffering from ptsd survivor's guilt who gets, you know, harassed by some shithead, apparently veteran-hating police officers in some small town in the U.S. Yeah. and pushed to the point where he has to, like, defend himself, basically. And he, you know, he takes it a bit far, for sure. Um, but this <laughs> yeah, is an action movie where <laughs> only one guy dies, and it's by accident. Like, he doesn't even kill anybody. Okay. Like, he's so- sort of responsible for that one. I mean, the worst cop in the movie dies. He's a real shithead. And like he's he throws a rock at the chopper, the guy falls out. But I mean, he didn't like that. I mean, he's you know that could have happened anyways. But yeah. I I, don't I throw rocks know. at helicopters all the time. Yeah, I don't think it's fair to say he doesn't kill anyone else because he blows up an entire gas station without even like thinking that there might be anybody inside. Well, I mean, the sheriff, there's no excuse for that. Like the, he could have just poked his head in the window and be like, "No one's in here," or like check to see the lights were off or something. He doesn't even think twice. <laughs> That's true. I think at that point he's like full like killer be killed guerrilla warfare mode. <laughs> yeah, but also like fuck gas stations. If you look, maybe it's a bit meta, like behind you know maybe a bit like behind the you know behind the curtain on this. But I think if you look it up online, the, the body count for the movie is only one, John and it Rambo. counts all the other Rambo movies. But this one is literally just that one shithead cop who dies. John Rambo's a Texaco man, all right? He ain't fucking about with this other, like, knockoff gas station. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. There's, I have so much that I want to say about, not a lot, but there's, like, definitely, I always have my list, but this time the list was filled up in, like, the first 15 minutes. And then afterwards, 
you know, it is, it's a really solid movie. Also, it's only an hour and a half, which is like, so like normally you're like the movies that are hour and a half are often like kind of feel like they're struggling to get there. This feels like they just timed it very well. I don't know if there's a lot cut in editing, but good on them. Absolutely. Um, like, I like that it's an hour and a half specifically because right now, at the time of recording, I'm in the middle of moving to a new apartment. So telling my girlfriend like, hey, babe, I can't pack right now. I need to watch an hour and a half movie. Is a bit better than like, okay, we're going to sit down for two and a half hours, three hours to watch something longer. Like I was able to pack yesterday while also watch First Blood. So it wasn't uh, it wasn't as um, big of a distraction. And even, you know, us recording tonight won't take too long. I'll make sure it's a quick 15 minute episode. Get back to uh, putting clothes in bags. You know what the listeners want. Yeah, you are gonna like record all of that though, so like, so they can listen along to your packing. Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of itemize and just say aloud what I'm doing. Okay, this is a blue checkered plaid. <laughs> this I'm folding this. it. It's going in the bag. All right, now I've got a red checkered plaid. Uh, folding it, putting it in the bag. Uh, this is my my suit vest. It's blue on one side, black on the other, depending on what kind of outfit I'm wearing. I'm folding it. I'm putting it in the bag. Just the kind of content that they come here for. Yeah, yeah. You're you've now turned this podcast into like a YouTube closet organization video. <laughs> Perfect. Now, Sam, speaking of First Blood, have you seen this movie before? Is this your first time watching it or what? I don't think he heard you. Sam, I was talking to you, buddy. Okay. Well, no, this was not my first time watching it. <clears throat> Do you want to know the first time I watched this movie? You were five years old. It was on a uh no, I uh, I think it was like 15. Okay. Uh, I was on my way back from Newfoundland. Um, we, the flight couldn't get into Ottawa. So we landed in Montreal and had to take a Greyhound from Montreal to Ottawa. Five days after that dude cut off somebody's head on the Greyhound. And I decided to watch Rambo on the bus in a portable DVD player. Nice. <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of big Might knives. have been a little insensitive, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> it, 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 de- it definitely added... Yeah, but I mean, speaking of big knives, I, I did write a note. His knife is cool. It's a whole survival toolkit just in that knife. He's got a compass, he's got a needle and thread, and he's got a knife. I mean, what else do you need, really? I mean, yeah, like, I, I was about to say, like, there's, I mean, snacks, maybe. I would want some snacks in there. But I do like that when they one are- one fucking like pepperoni stick in the yeah, hilt as well. I was like, it's just jerky, actually. It's funny that <laughs> um, when they arrest him and they're talking, and they're like, oh he's armed and like what do you use this thing for and they're j- making a joke about this huge knife and i'm like and then when he says for hunting they're like hoo, hoo, hoo. I'm like where in america is this that they're like look at this huge knife he uses for hunting what a weird it's crazy knife. it takes place in like i guess washington state because he's trying to go up to like portland or seattle yeah but it seems crazy i don't know that they would make a big deal out of that when i'm like you guys probably have like you have automatic rifles for hunting I found the raise hand function. Uh, I just wanted to say it's the reason why they found it weird is because uh, all Americans use guns. It's a uh, very happy stereotype. They're like, why the fuck would you hunt with a knife when you can hunt with a gun? It's because right? if you don't feel it's lifeblood running over your hands as you make the kill, did you really hunt something? That's how I look at it. <laughs> yes. And that makes perfect sense. He, here's so- the crazy thing about just the premise of this movie. Um, like this is small town kind of like small mountain town usa but all these cops hate veterans like they hate them for being a veteran which is you think usually they're like and all these cops want to do is play army guy as well like they're so far to pull out the assault rifles you know to get the national guard in and, and wage their own little private war like police officers love doing pretending they're actually in the military and yet they hate this actual guy who for even before they find out he's like a war hero and won a medal of honor they're like hey you're a veteran but you're walking with a bag so obviously you're a vagrant we don't want you like like they just usher out of town is like you you, you're looking for trouble dressed like that like in his uniform jacket and it it just doesn't make sense to me because knowing most like hick town police departments they fucking love that shit and then they're like hey get out of here you you person who served the country 10 years ago (laughs) <laughs> yeah i don't know i the, think the well this the so this movie was also filmed 40 yeah. years ago yeah right like shortly after the what he said what like seven years after vietnam ended and there's a lot of like 
the United States hasn't always treated veterans the way they kind of do now. Oh, they no, they still um, they still treat veterans. There was, like there shit. were a lot of problems coming out of Vietnam and the Korean War and all all that. Like, yeah, I think yeah, uh, Chris. But the other the other side of it is you're not one because he has hairs grown out. They assume he's like a not a deserter, but the reason they lost the war. So they still love the military, but they see him as like a failure of the military kind of thing. I so think that's the logic behind it. Maybe it's just, make it, work it just it's seems like, like it's like you got an American flag on your jacket and, and we're, like that jacket and that flag, like fuck off. It's like we are close right. enough to Canada. We consider ourselves as such. <laughs> yeah, we, we did not support the war in Vietnam. I mean, OK, that's very progressive of you, but <laughs> that's strange. But he you gets, have some <laughs> they're just so automatically hostile to this guy who's literally just walking through their okay. town. <laughs> but in in not not in their defense, but more of as a criticism of John Rambo, all he had to do was like wait five minutes and the sheriff would have been down the road and then he could have turned around and walked back. Instead, he starts walking back immediately after. And I'm like, what what it's is because, going through your head? <laughs> it's because John Rambo is very petty and he's <laughs> sort of a sassy guy. Like that's well, at, the, he, at the end of the yeah, movie, yeah. he he machine guns the entire police station. He doesn't have to. <laughs> he knows true. the one guy's on the roof, but he lights up the entire building, breaks <laughs> all the windows, shoots out all the lights just to be a dick about it. Like he's just petty as well. Like he's he's just like fuck you guys. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you guys. That's that's a very good point. Also, I wanted to mention that the town is called Hope because every small town needs to be called Hope. <laughs> Well, I noticed that actually it says welcome to hope. And it's like, oh, this guy is walking to this town. Maybe there's going to be some hope for him. No, it's an ironic nickname. Mm-hmm. It's where people go to die. <laughs> also, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but at the start of the movie, when they first bring him into the police station to book him for vagrancy and, you know, having a knife, uh, there's a Christmas tree on the desk. This is a Christmas movie. That. Or they just really are like unseasonal, but unseasonal. It's, but it's, it's mid, dick it's, officers like I'll take it down when they stop the war on Christmas. <laughs> no, it's a Christmas movie. It's a fucking thank, Christmas. Movie. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> if there's a Christmas tree, it's a Christmas movie. That's what got people, you back. Thank you, Sam. So yeah. add add that to your hundred long movie list. Those are the rules. <laughs> the rules. We don't, we don't. Uh, okay. <laughs> hmm. But overall, I really like the movie. It's really fun. And it's like, it is it is a fun movie, but it's sort of a, a downer. It's like nuanced. There's so much more to it than just like army guy fights a bunch of dickhead sheriffs. Because he's like, by the, like the scene at the end where he's talking to Troutman and he's in the, I guess in the police station and he's like having a breakdown. He's like, All his friends are dead. Like every, like, that is a really sad scene. It's like heartbreaking because he's this like huge badass the entire movie and then just has this like breakdown to talk to the only person he still knows on earth who's alive and like didn't die in Vietnam or didn't die of cancer from Agent Orange and shit like that. It's yeah, it's just like it's a weird action movie to me because this one doesn't get you fired up. This is not an exciting movie. This one makes you feel really just like, huh, about it, in my opinion. It could get you fired up if you just like muted all the like dialogue. Yeah. You'd just be like, this movie's awesome. You wouldn't understand at all what's going on, which is why I said I think it's scripted as like a very serious like war is hell movie. But mm-hmm. then the people shooting it just knew how to shoot action movies and they did a phenomenal job making an action movie. Well, it looks like it was shot like an action movie with not the budget of one. That's well, what I literally noticed to me is like there are explosions, there is like jumping cars and shit and there's a lot of gunfire but just the the feel of it didn't it didn't feel like uh, action but all of the shots when they're like jumping the cars and everything like this is an action it's like they want that to look like an action movie but it doesn't look like it has the budget of an action movie you know what i mean like a big fucking blockbuster yeah, it does feel like maybe i'd say a big expensive 1970s tv show budget yeah that's the best way it looked like honestly there's moments i think it's just the like military like especially the national guard remind oh, those me guys a lot are of, such like, fucking dumbasses well remind me of the a-team like the old show and i'm like i'm just expecting all these yeah exactly and like cars oh man so we're gonna get around to talking about the sound on this because one it is it gets clearly dubbed but like it's okay the soundtrack 
is both amazing and terrible. It's Jerry Goldsmith, classic guy, but like the actual theme, like the horns and like the dun dun dun, great. But I know Sam wants to bring up and talk about his favorite song in all movie history, the final credits. So I'll let him take it. It's it's a long road when you're on your own and it hurts when they tear your dreams apart. Fuck you. Like that song is so fucking are you uh each which uh each step is only the beginning. What the fuck are you talking about? No, I I fucking that song. I I've had it. I have fucking had it. Like it, I, oh, man. I don't even know what to say. Like you really don't have to say. Whoever anything. wrote that's a piece of shit. So I, <laughs> Sam, I'm glad. The only reason I know who composed this is because I was like, this is a pretty good score up until that point, and I was like, this sounds like it's one of the Stallone relatives who wrote and sung the song. And I looked it up because like, that's something that has happened and would happen. Nope, it's just some random guy. And it's Jerry Goldsmith, who I'm like, you can write movie scores. You should never, ever write anything with lyrics. <laughs> this is such an inappropriate song for the, like, you just saw, like, like he lives at the end of the movie. And it's a, such a, like, it's not a happy ending necessarily until you, like, see the, you know, sequels. And he's living in some monastery and, india or tibet or some shit um anyway you don't know what's gonna happen remember you think he's gonna be like maybe put in jail for life like it's not a, like a happy ending and, and it's like it's like 80s like power battle like what the fuck <laughs> are you guys doing with this shit it is totally dissonant from a movie that like is dark and sad yeah, yeah. Still, even for like even if this was a dumb like action movie it just feels wrong like it feels like a good summary of the movie where they tried to cram action and like serious matters together but the movie did a good job that song does a terrible job absolutely but now speaking of doing a good job let's talk about the you know the three actors we're recasting today the main characters of first blood oh sam has something to say I've I have one I have one more thing to add about that fucking song. It sounds like <laughs> it belonged to fucking sixteen candles. That's all I have left to say. Not Rambo. Oh, all right. I'm done. Fair I'm enough. done my rant. I'm not with this song anymore. <laughs> now, Sam, you can put it out of your head and never think about it again. I mean, when we recast this, we do have to keep the original score. So I'm sorry, but that is gonna be playing over the credits. <laughs> um yeah, so the main actors we're talking about today. Obviously. So sorry, Chris. Who who are we uh, recasting? <laughs> There's the delay. There's the delay. I know. I, I, I know. said that. Listen, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Um, so we're talking about John Rambo, played by Sylvester Stallone, uh, Colonel Sam Troutman, played originally by Richard Crenna, and Sheriff Teasel Will Teasel, played by Brian Dennehy, who I think just passed away last year, or the year before. So R.I.P. to him. If, unless he's still alive and then awesome, but I'm pretty sure he didn't survive life. Is that how you, that's how you say it? I don't know. Survive life? I yeah. Don't know. <laughs> Make it through life to, I don't know. RIP to a, a, a legendary actor, I guess. Force, you're bringing us down again. <laughs> oh, hey, wait. You want to be brought back up? Always. It's time for a break. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right, listeners, we're back from the break. We took a quick hike up in the mountains. Um, heard a lot of shouting and shooting. Came across a bunch of unconscious um, sheriff's deputies. Didn't know what that was about. Uh, decided to come back and finish the podcast off. Figured that was probably the best use of our time, not investigate whatever shenanigans were happening. But, um, you know, speaking of that, first up, we're going to recast Colonel Troutman. And in my new version of First Blood, I have him played by Regina King. Actually, I think that she is, you know, badass lady, really great as like kind of a, a seasoned authority figure. Um, she's a little sassy too, which is like Troutman is like kind of sarcastic with all these like cops and everything because they're like, he's like, these guys are so in over their heads. So, I mean, I almost, I, I want to give a shout out. I almost cast Matt Damon for this role because oh, I thought I Matt Damon would be kind of fun as well because he can do that like kind of like really really like slight grin sarcasm but anyway then i'm like oh my god regina can be so much more fun though i think she'd be really great and she's like this 
also has this like hardcore but caring vibe, especially at the end when Ram, you know, when Rambo's like having a breakdown, and she's they're just like standing there like staring at him, just like really seeing how fucked up he is from the war and everything that's happened since, and just like caring for him, like oh man, like this, this is my guy. We got to take care of him. Got to bring him back. Like got to get him somewhere where he can't hurt himself or others. And yeah, I think Regina King would be an awesome, um, you know, Green Beret Colonel. I quite like that pick. <laughs> Murphy likes it as well. <laughs> he agrees. Um, I I like that pick. I think, I mean, we've talked about her endlessly on this podcast, but for mm-hmm. anyone who's maybe just tuning in or missed those episodes, like she is one of our go-tos for if you need someone who can have that emote, like emote the soft side just enough, but also be like, hardcore badass kind of thing like Mm -hmm. she does it very very well like i mean i picked her because like yeah i mean you're just saying i think she's believable as maybe being a former you know green beret herself because that's i guess like she like troutman is probably almost as badass i feel like he probably went on a lot of those missions with the squad like he trained them and recruited them like he's sort of like a um if you're thinking of inglorious bastards He's like the, like Aldo Rain. I mean, obviously less it, insane, yeah. but like, you know, the guy who led the squad and trained it, but also went on the missions with them. Yeah. So like, I believe her to also be like a badass, like Green Beret soldier. Also, I like to imagine, I know this is SEALs technically, but Troutman was formerly a frogman. <laughs> from like World War II, and it made me giggle to be like, wait, that's not quite right. <laughs> um, but I know solid pick. Like you pick someone who can, yeah, definitely come off serious. And she also does like frustrated with authority, like so well. I mean, technically Troutman is the authority in this like movie, but he's more of an observer most of the time. And he yeah. just isn't listened to. So like, yeah, I mean, solid pick. I do. Matt Damon actually is also a very good pick for this. I didn't even like, I feel like I didn't think about that. I went like I thought he'd be. I thought it'd be good. But then I'm like, as soon as I thought of Regina King, I'm like, oh, this is a, a more fun pick. I think. Sam, what do you think about Regina King as Colonel Trotman? Uh, I honestly don't know how I feel about it. I like her work doesn't really come to mind. Like I've looked it up on IMDb, but I still can't really like picture her. Wait, have you not seen Watchmen yet? Yeah, I've watched a few episodes of it. It was uh... what. <laughs> Oh my yeah. god. Okay, well, anyway, continue your incorrect well, you're thoughts. You're wrong now, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll take I'll take a word, I'll take your word for it. I just like I can't none of her roles immediately come to mind, so like I can't really say whether or not she can or cannot do it. All right. Fair enough. We hey, we don't want to make any kind of rash yeah. judgments or jump to conclusions based on yeah. on half facts that we don't have. We don't believe in fake news here <laughs> on Cinema Swap and we will not bow down to pressure outside pressures research everything we say and do absolutely uh yeah totally (laughs) i'm 100 percent confident in every judgment and opinion i voice on this show and i expect you guys are the exact same way yeah exactly when we say we aren't (laughs) that's just a bit we're like completely (laughs) don't you ever doubt it you you hear me (laughs) all the laughing is pre-recorded because this is a deadly serious podcast and Rambo is a deadly serious movie. Wow. Yeah. <gasps> brought it back. He brought it back. But, Speaking yeah. of bringing it back, Sam, tell us who you're bringing back to play Colonel Troutman in your version of first blood. Uh, I'm casting Denzel Washington. I love that. That's good. I yeah. think here's the thing to kind of compare it. I think our picks are very similar, except I, I cast a female. To play the role but i think like i mean i'll let you tell talk about why you picked denzel but i imagine it's like for pretty much the same reasons that i picked regina king except it's it's you know denzel and he's a man but i mean gender has nothing to do with it i think i think those are pretty similar picks but let us yeah tell us why you picked denzel i so like i really like his attitude that he displays in a lot of movies because he, he usually plays like a very similar character with like a different level of like i guess like fighting ability and capabilities throughout, throughout this movie. <laughs> that is the best so i'm kind of picturing of like yeah same character but it's, but it's it it's true I, i'm just looking for somebody who who, who yeah i'm just, like i'm just looking for like somebody who i think can you know encapsulate like a good role and lead like a good leadership role uh 
while still being able to give a lot of attitude to people because like i think like in in rambo troutman is just kind of pissed off at the sheriff the whole time just like you know what you're you're an idiot you're stupid you're making all the wrong decisions i'm better than you but you don't believe me and and i think that denzel can just kind of hit that nail on the head it's it's very like the when i was saying sassiness earlier it's not even like sassiness it's very like dismissive all these people who like they're so in over their heads and they don't even want expert advice like fuck them let them just like let them you know that's their funeral kind of thing but also Trumpman doesn't want rambo to be a you know multiple cop killing murderer and get the fucking electric chair because if he wipes out an entire sheriff's department um he can't just walk away <laughs> i mean yeah yeah <clears throat> Um, if he awesome. wipes out the entire building, he <laughs> yeah. can walk away. You just can't kill anyone. Yeah, property damage doesn't yeah. matter to the U.S. government. But when you start that, killing cops... That small town is never recovering, by the way. I'm sorry to say this, but they are never bouncing back from this. If they, One if gas they, station was blown up. The police station's wrecked. The gun shop exploded. The old abandoned mine has collapsed. <laughs> it was full of rats, full of evil rats. Where do you think They all rats- attacked them. I forgot about that part. All these fucking rats attacking me. Like, oh, 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 yeah. God. Jesus that, Christ. Oh. That felt unnecessary. I will say that felt like a dumb It was thing goofy. To have. Like, yeah. I guess, like, I guess it's probably believable that the rats might be like, this is interesting. I feel like he's got a torch and he's a big dude. The rats would actually be like, ee, ee, get away from him. Well, like, why would they attack him? No, they, they'd, be, they'd, they'd be scared of the, uh, after the explosion. Um, one of, uh, one of my friend's cousins uh, had a house in Toronto and uh, when they were doing work on the uh, was it the TTC, there's a lot of vibrations going around and they, when we were staying there, sleeping in the basement, uh, we asked why they had a five pound weight on their toilet seat. It's because the rats crawl up through the sewer. Oh! Yeah, they're, trying, they're doing whatever they can to get out and they'll try to, try to eat anything in their way. I, yeah, so. well, that means you just can't take a midnight shit. <laughs> i mean yeah. not in the toilet yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true um Forrester. i okay hold on i okay going back to the rats i actually when they first like they're climbing on him i was like oh they're not even attacking they're just like getting out of the water basically yeah. and then he starts freaking out and grabbing them like throwing them I'm like okay so he started this i don't even think they were attacking him. i'm pretty sure he was just throwing rats off him and freaking out about them like man you're calm down <laughs> the thing i noticed about john rambo is that he is like Troutman talks to the sheriff like oh yeah he's he's taught to ignore pain but throughout the entire movie when no one is like around him he's like every time he bumps into he's like oh shit oh jesus christ and he's or, and in the rats he's like Ugh. like he's just making all these sound effects where he's like clearly having a freak out i mean like these are terrifying situations but i thought like he's like he doesn't feel pain he doesn't ignore well, his pain and every time he gets mildly he's like oh uh. <laughs> when he jumps on the army truck, he's just like, Gah! and you're like, aren't you supposed to be trying to sneak up on this guy? There's no way they didn't hear this like guy yell. Well, the thud on the truck, first of all, like the the 250 pound dude jumping on top of your <laughs> truck back then, so you know 225. But <laughs> still, don't forget he's only four foot tall. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he was actually an Ewok in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> He was the big one that knocked down an ATST by himself. <laughs> uh, man, Forrester, tell us who you picked to play Colonel Troutman. All right. So I also have another Watchmen alum, but not from the TV show, from the movie. Yeah. I I was so close to going with Brendan Gleeson, but he's just a little too old. So I went with Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Great from- choice. Oh, Fuck yes. A lot of things. Oh, you I mean like, you mean Denny yeah. from Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> I was you mean- like Grey's Anatomy is the first <laughs> one that popped up. I was like, I was like Walking Dead, Grey's Anatomy, Supernatural, and he plays the comedian in Watchmen. But like yeah. I also the what actually the movie that came to mind, and it's not appropriate for this at all, uh, was uh Rampage. It's a terrible movie. It's like it's terrible every Rambo? part of it's terrible. Rampage. CG's okay, but yeah, yeah, there you go. Rambo page. Nope. Never mind. <laughs> Are you talking about like the um Yes. The Rock. 
the rock yes. one i i enjoyed that it was like it wasn't great it wasn't but it wasn't but it was like i had fun i had fun watching that movie yeah but i would describe it as even though for some reason it's the thing that always sticks out in my head as jeffrey dean morgan's like most memorable role despite the fact that it's probably his worst acting he's ever done <laughs> and like he sometimes has a southern accent sometimes doesn't and i'm like i just i don't anyways i i thought of him first from that and i was like that's a terrible choice and i was like but everything else he's been in outside of that phenomenal guy and i think he can do that like i think he'd play off kind of what troutman had but troutman's still pretty serious in this movie i think in this one he'd be a little bit more like he knows they're like going up shit creek and he's yeah. just like he's like barely like he's passively trying to be like hey you know you don't want to do this um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan would be more like, <laughs> okay, guys, you have fun. Uh, look, he'd be, yeah, he'd yeah. be like, he'd be laughing at them a lot more. Like, all right, guys, you know, good luck. I guess, yeah, whatever. Exactly. I warned you. I did yeah, my. Well, I, I feel did like, my legal duty. I feel like he. Well, I feel like he's already played a very similar role to this, like throughout, uh, throughout Supernatural. Like he comes, he comes in and comes in with his sons. But like when he goes in, when they go into towns and have to like you know try to describe to local law enforcement or whoever's getting in their way like you know you don't you don't actually want to deal with this i'll deal with this i'm better than you are right yeah absolutely that's you're, great pick you're, you're over your head yeah i really wanted brendan gleason but he's he's too old for this unfortunately <laughs> well i mean speaking of in over your head the care the actor i pl- picked to play Sheriff Teasel. And this one, it came to me pretty much right away. And I thought, I don't know if it's like kind of a cop-out. And you guys might have thought this kind of similar to but David Harbour. Because I thought David oh, Harbour, no. he, he plays a sheriff in Stranger Things. So I'm thinking that character, but like a real dickhead. Because <laughs> it's this character who everyone in the town's like, oh, hey, man, how you doing? And like to all the townsfolk, he's super nice. But like, so like take that aspect of it, but then make him like, a real piece of shit under that like thin veneer of like friendly neighborhood sheriff. And I think David Harbour could play like a more, you know, real gruff asshole type, like just this, like, this is my town. We don't like, we don't want your kind here. Get out. And then just like get angrier and angrier. I think, I think he'd be fun though as well. And like, well, not, I don't like, they don't really fist fight or anything. It's not that kind of movie but more of like more of a physical match necessarily than like Brian Dennehy was, who's just like this, like kind of just like middle-aged, like chubby Once dude. Again, Stallone is four foot tall. He looks Jack, but he, you know, <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Little guy. Um, anyway, I think David Harbour would be a lot of fun. And I think he'd also have fun, like kind of playing the bad guy, playing the sheriff. Who's like totally blinded by like revenge, I guess, but also just like shitheadedness. I think he'd be fun being more of a dick than he even usually is in his characters. I like that. I like that he almost like, because he's played like, I, I, no, go ahead, Sam. Yeah. So I don't, I don't hate it, but my, I mean, my one concern is that like, I think that, uh, that he's too likable to play the bad guy. You know what? He is a lot of the time, but like I said, like I, just turn up the gruffness, turn up the asshole a little bit. He could do it for sure, and be and be. Um, I, I he could be darker for sure. Yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily like it's true. This character, you're not supposed to like him. He is the kind of antagonist, but I think if you make him more likable, it's not necessarily to the detriment of the movie either, because then he yeah. is just like angry and gung-ho about vietnam and then he loses like his best friend to this guy and just gets blinded by it and then you can still have a likable character but Mm -hmm. he just can't see what's in front of him like that what he's doing is wrong kind of thing yeah i don't think that hurts but also i like that because he's played kind of i mean he's played a likable town sheriff before that doing the reverse is like a great way to play against the type that people will come yeah. into the movie being like, Oh, he'll be so likable. And then just make him like, just, I mean, the character, make him the character, make him an asshole. Maybe even make him slightly racist. Why not? <laughs> well, you don't see a single black deputy in that town. And like, you have a feeling all the stuff he says to Rambo about this is my town to keep the undesirables out. 
you, it's all it's pretty heavily like to me it felt hinted that like yeah that means also ethnic minorities no italians <laughs> yeah we don't want any italians or polish in this little town <laughs> but i know like i i actually got that feeling from the character like while it doesn't ever come up in the movie i feel like if there were any like any kind of visible minorities in town, they would have left a long time ago. He would have been like, "Man, this guys, this isn't the town for you. Maybe you should go, you know, thirty miles down the road up to Portland. You know, there it's it's better there for 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 your people." He'd be saying shit like that, where it's like you know racism with a smile. And so, yeah, it's terrible. Like the character's just like I I really hate the character personally. I think he's a real piece of shit. But also- I think David Harbour would play that piece of shit really well. <laughs> I like that. That's is that insulting to him? <laughs> no, I think David Harbour is a fun actor. Like there are plenty of actors who play like the good guy all the time, who have a lot of fun when they're like, "Oh, I get to be the bad guy in this one," you know. Um, and I think he'd be one of those guys and just like really not ham it up, but like really make it his own and like really enjoy it. What you're saying is that your uh, first Blood movie will just be a lot of fun, like hooting and hollering. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's just Duke's a hazard, basically. okay well i'm on board now i mean (laughs) (laughs) awesome uh sam who's on board as your sheriff teasel so i uh i went with dean norris yes yeah yes he plays uh hank in breaking bad who's the um dea uh, agent brother brother-in-law yeah brother-in-law of walter white yeah. And then he also, and this is where I fucking love him from. He is the principal in Fist Fight, the uh, Charlie okay. Day versus Ice Cube movie. You know where else he's great though? There's a TV show based on a Stephen King book called Under the Dome, where he plays not, not the I see the town yeah. mayor. No, not the mayor of the town, but like a um. I mean, what's the mayor? Is that the mayor or like a used car salesman? Oh, he's both actually. So he's like. <laughs> He's this guy, he's he's the mayor of town, everyone loves him, they call him, like, Big Jim and everything, but, like, under that layer of, like, Big Jim, friendly, you know, car salesman and mayor, he's, like, one of the main antagonists the entire show throughout the season, and he's, like, ruthless, kind of, like, bag it, so, I don't know if you've seen that show, Sam, I think you'd actually really like it, it only ran for a few seasons, but I haven't. it's pretty much, you know what, that's a great pick, because that's pretty much the exact same character, uh, you know, Sheriff Teasel and at the big gym, the mayor and Dean Norris was so good at that. And he's also just like an intense looking dude. Like I'm sure he's a really like fun and like happy dude, yeah. but he's so good at being just like gruff and like, like just turning on a dime from like chill to pissed off. Yeah. He's really good at playing a fucking hard ass. hundred percent. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, that that's killer. I like that a lot. I didn't even think of him. Because when I thought like David Harbour, that was it just stuck in my head. I couldn't, I couldn't stop thinking about it. But yeah, Dean Norris, awesome pick. Yeah, really solid pick. I, I actually like, I really like that pick because he does, he has the similar vibes to the OG in this one. Like, yeah. Um, also, <laughs> Teasel. Not no one ever looks like they like should be called Sheriff Teasel. Like it's <laughs> just ignore the name. What's his name? Will. Will Teasel, yeah. Yeah, that is a porn name. I'm just going to go out here and say it. <laughs> <laughs> you know who Will Teasel would look like? That one National Garzan with the big Coke bottle glasses and the mustache, with the one with the rocket launcher? <laughs> that's a Will Teasel. Some right. skinny that's, dude yeah. with a little mustache? That's that's a William Teasel. Um, oh anyway, Forrester, who do you pick to play Sheriff Teasel? Okay, so I went with Michael Cudlitz. Cudlitz? Cud- I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, from Band of Brothers, I think he plays not Bull, maybe? No, what's... Uh, then Band of Brothers, Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I was like, wait, who's he in Mighty Ducks 2? That was a while ago. Was he one of the kids? Yes, he probably. I think he was one of the kids, I think, in Mighty Ducks. But yeah, he played... I think it is Bull in Band of Brothers, and he plays Abraham in The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. Big so- guy, handlebar mustache, ginger hair. That's the thing is like he normally plays, he has a little bit of soft edge in most of his characters, but he's always mm. kind of hard ass with that soft edge. Well, he's a big dude. Just just pull that soft edge out and make him just, just, yeah, like an asshole. And I think he's closer uh, than David Harbour when it comes to like doing that. But yeah, I, I think those, I think our picks for us are pretty similar in times of, in terms of like characters who are usually just like a big lovable 
like a big like lovable like bear was like oh this guy's big and scary but he's actually like got a heart of gold both yeah, both of these that's the thing but, but also I was like I was thinking about so he has done other movies where he's significantly less likable mm-hmm. and I think that works well as like a town sheriff that's like he was probably the biggest kid in his class and that's how he became sheriff <laughs> well I mean well, like, he plays he plays a pretty big scumbag in uh, Sex Drive. Oh, oh I yeah, remember that, movie. that 2008, the 2008 movie with um, I don't know, I don't even remember the name no of the actors. I just, I just remember that fucking. I feel like uh, Seth, Green's Seth, in that. Seth Green's in it, yeah. playing an, an Amish mechanic. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the biggest name in that movie, by the way. I yeah, think. yeah. Um, no, that's that's a good pick though, Forrester. I like I like that a lot. I uh, I stand that, as the kids say. <laughs> we always try to keep hip with the youth culture on yeah. cinema swap and you know that's that's real groovy um i do also realize this is accidental that i picked two people from the walking dead i actually haven't <laughs> seen past like season one so it's not a good show it's it's bad it's it's never been that good there walking dead has like flashes it was good but it's mostly boring and bad oh, it was it was good uh I think until they left the prison, which was like season three. Yeah. Well, even season two was bad. The farm, like that was a bad season. Season one was great. Two was bad. Three was pretty good. And then I stopped watching half of through five. Cause I'm like, I just don't care anymore. I was going to say it alternates based on how much funding they get. That's the best way to put it. Um, Also in sex drive, James Marsden is also in sex drive. That's so funny. That does not seem like a James Marsden movie. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> He's too stoic to be in a, a silly teen comedy like Sex Drive. <laughs> Actually, he plays a shitty older brother in that movie, so he's he's great. I totally forgot about that. See, that's that's another example of one of those characters usually like a good-hearted good guy just having fun playing a shithead. Yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah, that's that's fair. Anyways, yeah. Speaking accidentally- of speaking of dumb teen comedies, well, I mean, Euro Trip. The guy who plays Cooper in Euro Trip. He's actually in um, HBO's The Pacific as one of the Marines in like eight, eight or nine of the episodes. And like, I watched the whole show because I love those World War II shows like Band of Brothers and, and The Pacific. So I watched The Pacific and the entire show, I'm like, that guy looks so fucking familiar. And then one of the very last episodes, he, I get like a better look at himself like, oh my God, that's Cooper from Eurotrip. Because it's <laughs> like, The Pacific came out probably like 10 years ago now, but it's probably still like, 10 years after Eurotrip. So this guy did nothing. He like, does Eurotrip, does pretty much nothing. And then he's in Band of Brothers. Like, holy fuck, there's a there's an IMDB page for you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking of soldiers, speaking of war heroes, speaking of fighting in Asia. Dude, trying real hard to make this transition work. <laughs> listen, I think that was pretty good, okay? John Rambo and Sam, you're going to love this pick. I picked this because the guy is gruff. He's badass. He's a man of few words. He's really good at taking hits and getting beat up. And, you know, John Bernthal had to be John Bernthal as Rambo. <laughs> like, again, yeah. first first choice, best choice. Um, he I, he's, a, he's a big cut dude. And he does get beat up a lot in this movie. He has a lot of damage. And that's why I thought you specifically, Sam, would like that about this pick. Yeah. Say, say no more. I'm, uh, I'm actually a little jealous. I didn't think of this, uh, but yeah, no. I fucking kept putting awesome him thing. as Troutman. I have no idea why my mind, like, I had him listed as one of the possible ones for Troutman. I don't know why I never thought about putting him as Rambo, but that is a good pick, and he does get beat up really well. Yeah. Yep. I uh, again, like, the only one I had trouble with in this was actually casting Troutman because I thought of, I thought of uh, Teasel and Rambo right away. Actually, I thought of them before watching the movie like before even doing my notes i thought of them like a couple days ago um and i'm like yeah i think john bernthal would be great because i'm trying to think of like actors in hollywood right now who are like because they can't be too pretty like <laughs> you know you don't want you're not getting like a, a chris evans or a um chris pratt or a, a, a chris hemsworth or a chris, a chris pine. pine you know <laughs> Oh, actually, I want to, and I hope I'm not stepping on his toes, but I do want to shout out, I almost picked Henry Cavill. I thought Henry Cavill would have been kind of fun, but maybe so too big. handsome okay. and just like too big because Henry Cavill's fucking gigantic. He's just a gigantic yeah. dude. 
but go get into the cop car and like tear the door off and be like yeah oh uh, and his knife would have been a machete in that case <laughs> yeah it's, proportionally it's a knife yeah but yeah anyway so shout out to you know henry cavill as a as someone i thought of i thought would be pretty fun also like you know him playing more of like a a rugged morally gray character might be fun for him because usually he's just like i mean he is sort of like that in the witcher i guess but um anyway john burnfall yeah. is my pick i like that a lot actually especially nope. good one yeah, especially just because the he gets beat up really well. But also, something to note is that Stallone is not really an amazing actor, and a lot of his like good, or I'd say really good acting roles is when he just doesn't say anything. Like he says like the bare minimum. And this movie, it's like he has a little like tiny man dialogue in the beginning, and then almost nothing till that speech at the end. And I think Bernthal's like he's definitely a better like actor. Yeah. <laughs> and he's better at the but he also does the silent character very well. Like he, well, I was thinking of basically it's the same character as the Punisher because the Punisher also hates corrupt cops and like goes out of his way to fuck up corrupt cops. Um, and that's actually pretty well. I mean, that's a crazy thing about like police forces these days, like putting the Punisher logo on all their shit is because they just don't get it. I mean, they're stupid and they're and they're bad, but like they don't get it because the Punisher in many of the comic books and everything kills so many dirty racist corrupt cops so it's it's the irony of today's world but i think that uh yeah john burn like he's probably a better actor than stallone but also his sound effects the, uh, 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 he'd make the exact same sound effects and he'd do it perfectly i don't even think i think he would do it better like his yeah. his would be believable he'd be like oh he got he probably did get really hurt there <laughs> yeah ah oh, geez my arm <laughs> Oh geez, bud. Really hurt. Sam, what's your pick? <laughs> uh, I went with uh, a little Michael B. Jordan. I like. I I get it. Is that because he's also like in Creed now, kind of taken over for Stallone in some of his movies, or uh, the proverbial torches? That that, that, that was like that was like a second thought, but like no, I I think that he's just a good actor. I really liked him as Killmonger, uh, mm-hmm. but then it also like you know gives the cops maybe more of a reason for to sure get them out. and it and, and adds it adds a different layer that we're we were already pretty sure was there but couldn't, <laughs> yeah. kind of confirms it I, in the in the movie yeah. i intentionally avoided that issue if only because i was like this movie's supposed to be about hating vets and not just about hating like being racist and i was like i don't want to assume that so i tried to avoid it but like it was the first thing i thought of where i was like are these they're they're probably racist too yeah, they probably are. I like, I mean, obviously Michael Michael B. Jordan, a cinema swap favorite. He's great. I mean, he's doing so, like, he's really blowing up right now. Like, he's, I think they're working on Creed 3. Um, oh, yo, actually, another cinema swap favorite. They just cast, uh, at the time of recording this episode, they just cast Jonathan Majors to be the antagonist in Creed 3, which is very exciting. Jonathan Majors was in, um, I mean, really famously recently, Lovecraft Country on uh, hbo he's the main he's the main guy in that he was in um the five bloods which was a spike lee one actually about um some veterans going back to vietnam to find some treasure and it was a really good movie um but yeah so like really just really great casting for whoever you know he plays in creed 3 but anyway michael b jordan excellent choice obviously great action star um you know i the only thing i think is like he might I don't, I don't know if Michael B. Jordan might be like too charming or something for the role or like maybe too handsome. But again, I don't think that's, again, I think that's like maybe the only downside, but it's like the smallest little like, yeah. you know, lowercase D downside. I don't think that would get in the way of the film. I don't, I don't, much. yeah. I don't, I don't think that really matters in the, in like my version of the film. Yeah. I also yeah, think you, you do so. get around that because he's black and these cops are probably racist that, even if he's handsome and doesn't look like he's going to cause any trouble, they're going to like pick him out basically. So you kind of get around that a little bit. Mm -hmm. And also, yeah, but I, I do worry them like me, like he has, he has some natural charisma to him, but he has done roles where he pulls back on that to some success to enough success that I think he could play this for sure. Sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's been in so much stuff and it's just going to continue being in stuff. I'm curious. I haven't seen that new amazon one yet uh, without remorse but it looks pretty fun and badass yeah. um you know so i'm looking forward to that 
Um, but yeah, great Michael B. Jordan, great pick, Sam. And Forster, finish us off. Who did you? Who's your new John J. Rambo? Oh, I'm always here to finish you off. Chris. You think his middle name is John? John John Rambo? <laughs> Johnny John Rambo. John John. John Johnson. <laughs> John Johnson Rambo. His middle name is Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Forrester. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I went with, he's my go-to for these like physical fighty movies. And I, I was trying to remember what episode I had already cast him in. And it was Predator. So I was like, well, that's a good start. Uh, and I'm going to have to remind you what he's in as well. Because... You're not gonna remember Scott the, Atkins. Yeah, the the UFC movie guy, right? Yeah. Well, no, the street fight and not even street fight, like bare knuckle mm-hmm. boxing. I oh, guess. Okay, yeah, yeah, like the I underground Mai Tai. <laughs> yada yada. Anyways, he does like quiet, angry characters, and he does look like someone who's been beat up a lot. And also, if he was like, I mean, he's always got stubble, but you leave him unshaven, and he he does look sketchy as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Like, honestly, I wouldn't necessarily fault the cops for being like, this guy looks dangerous and like potentially bad news. Uh, And, you know, he looks a little bit more like it. Um, But also he has that physicality where like, I mean, the reason I cast him in Predator too is because he looks like a badass is the best way to put it. Um, Even though he doesn't need to fight exactly, like Rambo in this is he fights fairly well, but it's not the best fight choreography of any of the Rambo movies, which makes sense. No, I mean, he's not shooting arrows through guys' heads in this movie. Yeah, and I do like that uh, Daniel Caruso, David Caruso, there it is, David Caruso briefly in this, and he talks about, he's like, man, he went through the whole police station like it was nothing. But like, not like it was nothing. There was a lot of scuffle there. Like he was, he was doing okay when there's three guys in the room, he was Yeah, I mean, like, it's <laughs> he's it's like a, I mean, it looks like he's fighting guys in a locker room, which is pretty much what he's doing. Like, yeah. Versus, I think if you put Scott Atkins in a room with three cops, three guys, he's. You have three guys with snap necks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think the fight would be a lot, a lot prettier with Scott Atkins. But I mean, that's the thing I liked about the fight is that it's just like, I, I mean, I did like that it was like kind of just like not great but the thing about like he's a he's a highly trained green beret he should fight them a little better so i think scott atkins maybe is, like it looks like he's having a bar fight you know what i mean it looks like a really nasty bar fight when it should be like clinical and like taking guys down like this is literally his day job which it is yeah i forget what's it called revengement avengement i don't know it was the movie that like really caught me like got me on that on board for the scott atkins train bus whatever choo boat. choo exactly but like he is someone who's like surgical and just really like quick at fighting but it's mostly a bar fight the entire movie is basically a bar fight dope and so it's just a really solid watch but the other thing is he's british and his accents are passable so i was like i think i can get away with this character because he doesn't need to say much <laughs> here's the thing is sylvester stallone barely speaks english himself <laughs> so I don't think that's so much of an issue. Yeah, that's why I was like, I can kind of get right away with that. I did want Michael J. White originally, but I think I pulled away from that because he just is too charismatic and too likable that it's really hard to be like. Well, well here's the thing. If you shoot the movie today, you know, and maybe he's like, if you're setting it today, maybe he's like an Afghan war veteran. And the, the English were in Afghanistan as well. Or if you set it back in the day, maybe he's a Falklands war veteran. <laughs> I saw some terrible stuff in Argentina. <laughs> Probably shouldn't laugh about that. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think maybe the Falklands War you can laugh about. I don't I, know. You know what? I can't. I won't speak on that one. But anyways, I he can do a passable like American accent at least enough to deliver what he needs to say. Yeah, there's only like six uh, or seven lines besides that one speech at the end. So yeah, and I would not describe Scott Adkins as like charismatic. He's always a little bit scary, and I'm like, perfect. That's exactly um, amazing. So that'll wrap up our recasting of First Blood, and now we will, you know, quickly go through our lists again and let each other know if our new cast makes a as good, better, or worse movie than the original. So I will start with mine again. I had Colonel Sam Troutman, played by Regina King. Sheriff Will Teasel, played by David Harbour, and John Rambo, played by John Bernthal. Yeah, I mean, 
what else is there to say? <laughs> oh, right. I should probably say better. Like, I like this better. Um, I think you're like Burn uh, Rambo is just like a perfect fit. If anything, he's, he's better, like definitely better than Stallone. Stallone is fine, but he has a limited, you know, range, right? Bernthal's just a step up basically. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, the only one is maybe the harder one, but I, I think he can pull it off. No problem. Um, and also he could be a little bit more flippant of like Regina King where he's just like, I mean, that's kind of the character is like, he's not listening, but it could be maybe a little bit more cockiness coming from him versus just like rage. So I think you pull it off. Um, I don't know if Sam agrees. I don't. <gasps> I'd say, I'd say your movie's probably as good. I really, so I really like your Bernthal. Um, I don't like David Harbinger as in the role and and then regina king i don't i don't know her so i'm, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt and to give it and some context in, uh, the regina king pick is similar well, that, that she could pull it off but uh, to, like to give it some context the regina king pick is similar to your denzel pick and like like not to say like regina king is yeah. equal to denzel washington as as an actor and maybe you know maybe she is, she's great but i'm saying like the same yeah. the same reasons you picked denzel the reasons i picked regina king just to like give it more context okay. for, for yeah. you cool all right i'll take as good and better i mean for sure yeah. i'm not gonna argue with that <laughs> um excellent sam give us your list again brother <laughs> uh i cast denzel washington as lieutenant chapman uh d norris as the sheriff and michael b jordan as rambo all right so in sam's movie colonel troutman gets uh, demoted all the way to lieutenant uh that's fine <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I do, I do. No, it's okay, buddy. I'm just giving you a hard time. I do like the Whatever. picks, though. I think, I think Dean Norris yeah. as the sheriff is definitely a better pick. I think it's the best, the best pick for the sh- like. That's that's great. Um, Denzel, obviously amazing. And um, fuck, I'm blanking. Who, who's your who's your Rambo again? Michael Bajordan. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got and pretty much like all star <laughs> cast there. Like that's a summer yeah. blockbuster. Like you're you're getting butts in seats for sure. I think better. I think a little better. Like, I mean, definitely it's not hard to pick a better actor than Sylvester Stallone. I mean, no, again, I like Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> it's but just like to be like to be objective about it, he's not he's not a great actor. He just is really good at movies, if that makes sense. Yeah, I was about to say he's like he's a yeah. Oh, well, do you know like in the in the nineties when all those like you'd have like any kind of kids movie that would go on and make fun of like action stars and like action movies that was Rambo and Schwarzenegger that they were making fun of and parodying. There's like they're fun to watch, but they're not great actors. Yeah, Yeah. I mean we've mentioned that before on the show. Talk about Schwarzenegger, how much he's like great but also bad. Yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I Sam, I like your picks as well. I, I mean, the original cast was good, but yeah, it's it's not a necessarily a hard movie to do better with. Um, I do like your picks because it could go a lot of different ways. Like you can take this down and make it a lot more serious of a movie, even though the original was trying very hard to be that. I think you've picked a caliber like a ser- like the caliber of actors you picked will make it like either really serious and really dark go for that oscar nami uh or you go more actiony and it folds into like making more movies of this very first blood part two rambo three rambo rambo last blood i think that last one is just i actually enjoyed last blood i mean they're all no they're no there's so there's a there was there's a rambo that came out in like 2005 ish and that was just called Rambo, Rambo, and then like in like, I think two years ago it was Rambo: Last Blood, and yeah. that movie was fucking. I loved it. It was like a little over the top, but like the type of over the top that you wanted. I don't even remember. Type- oh, Rambo Three is the one in uh, Afghanistan. Yeah, it's the one where he um they dedicate the movie to all the brave Mujahideen fighters fighting against the Soviets, who then <laughs> three years later are the Taliban. So Rambo three is dedicated to Al Qaeda and the Taliban and is, is just X. I mean, I see that on Twitter every once in a while where people will be like, Hey, remember this? 
And just like point out, it's like, yikes, images that don't age well, basically, is that title card in Rambo 3. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, why it isn't like the least, like no one picks it up on any streaming services. Even like the ones like Netflix, they always like to pick out like. It's on Netflix now. All three, all, all the Rambos are on Netflix. Yeah. Oh. Maybe not Last Blood, but. Actually, it is. All Rambos are on Netflix. Listeners, when you're done listening to this, watch all five or six Rambo movies. But I mean, yeah. start with Rambo yeah, 3 is the kind of exception to the rule of the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the enemy of my enemy is also my enemy. Another potential. Yeah. Oh, they hate yeah. everybody? Oh, okay. God. Um, <laughs> awesome, though. Yeah, it's better. Yeah, yeah, it was better. Like, you could, yeah. yeah, you could either make your action franchise or you go for like Oscar nomination because you yeah. pick actors that do both very well. I I kind of want to see it as the more action movie, but it feels like a maybe a miss to do that. <laughs> I think yeah. Michael B. Jordan in Rambo 2 with the bow would be cool as yeah. hell. Chris, it's called First Blood yeah. Part 2. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, you're right. I was actually commenting on that. <laughs> I was I was mentioning that last night when I was talking to Holly. I'm like, okay, so this is the Rambo series. First one's called First Blood. Second one's called First Blood Part Two. Third one's called Rambo Three. So they just shift gears entirely on the the, the title of well, the film franchise. Not 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 really. It's like the the first the first one is Rambo First Blood. The second one is Rambo First Blood Part Two. No, the, the Rambo is added after. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah, it's a folded in after because it's it's just First Blood. Was, was it added after the production? Because it's on, yeah. when it came out, it was just First Blood? It was just yeah. First Blood. Okay. it's based on so a book. expecting it to be. So uh, First Blood Part 2 was a book that I want to say was pushed out like right, basically following this movie or I think it's just following this movie. Basically, it'd be like, oh shit, we need another movie. Uh, quick, get the author instead of let's just make it up. Uh, also, great author, uh, Morel, David, David Morel. I've read a bunch of his books, not First Blood. Sorry, this is a weird, hey, podcast listeners, you want movie talk? I'm talking about a book, even though I tell you not to read. <laughs> Forrester, you, you know you're not supposed to read. But I will say this, he writes like an action movie paces. That's good. When he's doing action, it's like short, like quick sentences when he's just sitting around, like the characters sitting around, the really long stuff. Anyways, solid guy. Maybe read the books, mostly watch the movies. Awesome. Well, Forrester, now just to wrap it up, give us your list again, buddy, and yeah. we'll let you know how we feel. Shouldn't have pitched reading right before my list. Now you how dare me. you, actually? Uh, <laughs> uh, for Troutman, I have Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Teasel, <clears throat> Michael Kudlitz, and Rambo Scott Adkin. I think it's as good maybe a little better because the guy you picked for rambo i think is probably a better one for one with stallone if he's like not a good actor but like a, co- a cool fighter and like jacked guy well, he's, he's not a bad actor just no no he's not, i mean <laughs> no but you know what i mean like I, I think he's not doing that better of a job maybe than stallone like pro- like probably a better job like not super better That's but then the guys you picked for like troutman and teasel i think would do an excellent job as well um so i think like you're you're as good, but you're, you're 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 tapping on the door. You're knocking on Better's door, so it's you know a, a really solid rating for me. All right, I'll take it. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna go like fall in line with Chris, but I'm also gonna stipulate that like with who you've cast, you're looking at more of like a uh, like a Toronto film festival movie, like like a little like 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 it's like it's like the indie pick. Yeah, I was going to say, I would say low-key action films. Like, there's a lot of good action films out there that go unnoticed. Yeah. That's kind of the edge I was getting, where I'm like, probably not going to win any awards. But the stunt choreography? <laughs> yeah. Forrester, your your first blood is a straight, is like a Netflix, like straight to Netflix film. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, they get like... nominated for Oscars these days. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, like, those, I, like, I like it. I definitely, I would watch that. Cause I like, you know, most of, I'm not as familiar with Scott Atkins, God, Chris, but you like, I know you got to show me some of his movies sometime when we're, when we're allowed to see each other again. Long. Hey, I got my first, I got my first Vax the other day. Okay, Chris. So Chris, I'm, 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 I'm right there with you both, both, both for the Vax and also not being super familiar with Scott Atkins. 
So fair enough. Yeah. Perfect. The way to be. I'm gonna keep casting <laughs> for these roles until you guys like learn. <laughs> well, you did send me some cool fighting clips of him from some of his yeah. movies oh, recently. So uh, what was I gonna say? Undisputed Two, that also has Michael J. White in it, is on Netflix. So I probably will be at the time of this release too. Listeners, if you want to just see some pu- people punch each other real good. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sam, are you going as good as well? Are you going better or what you, or worse or no comment? <laughs> well, I, 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 I fell right in line with you. Oh, okay, perfect. I, perfect. I fell right in line with you. I was going to yeah, say yeah. as good, but then you said worse, and now I'm thinking worse. Now <laughs> <laughs> that you mentioned it might be worse. I think it might be. No. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit worse. A little, <laughs> little bit worse, maybe not as good. Maybe a little bit better. Who knows? Who knows? Forrest, you made a movie. You sure as I made a movie. You're darn right yeah. I did. Well, <laughs> amazing. So that'll, that'll you know bring us to the end of the show. The the end of the road for John Rambo as he gets taken away in a Chris, Chris, police custody. It's been a long road. <laughs> every every uh, every new town tries to bring you down. Uh, each step is only the beginning. Absolutely. <laughs> and the next step that listeners should take is congratulate themselves for listening. Thank you so much for listening, listeners. Um, and the step after that is log on to Twitter, log on to Instagram, type in at CinemaSwap, smash that follow button, you know, um, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please give us, you know, five-star ratings, give us reviews, let us know what you think about the show, you know, uh, tweet at us, let us know if you like our picks, because we'd love to know what you're thinking, if you think that John Bernthal does get beat up a lot, if we should be easier on John Bernthal, Sam doesn't think so, and that's okay, um, but yeah, just, you know, reach out, we'll, we promise we don't bite on social media, only in real life. So if you do try to reach out physically, we might nip at your fingers, but that's because we've been at home for a year and a half and we're no longer accustomed to social interactions and other people. So we're a bit skittish. Yeah. So maybe, maybe start by poking us with a stick first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Always try that Reassure method. Reassure us that it's okay. <laughs> open, open palm. Yeah. Palm keep up. Palms flat. Mm-hmm. We prefer apples. Yeah. Sugar cubes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah. Everyone, we hope you enjoyed our first Blood episode. I'm sure we might, you know, tackle the other Rambo movies at some point because they are drastically different. And uh, like the one exception where we could have started with the second, the sequel, and it would have been okay. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a huge tonal shift between First Blood Part One and for in First Blood Part Two, they go back and win the Vietnam War. Essentially, <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking insane. Anyway, that'll wrap it up. Guys, thank you so much for being here with me tonight. I have to go back to packing now. And next time we record, I will be in a new location, which is fun. With a better view, actually. Exciting. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. this is an audio medium, so you won't get to see that. But I'll get to see the view, though. That'll be the nice thing. You will notice a much happier Chris. Yeah, I won't be crying as much in between comments. <laughs> I try to do it quietly and away from the microphone, but I'm sure it gets through in the editing. <laughs> anyway... Um, more important than all of that, listeners, enjoy your movie watching. Bye. Bye. Bye.